Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, here's Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith on WEEI. Lots to do this hour to get you ready for the 1 o'clock kicks. That are uh, coming up shortly. And again, a whole day of football right here on WEEI 8th. I'm going to tell you all about it coming up in trending. It is WEEI Football Sunday. Just Gresham Keith, no Wiggy. He's coming back from uh, the fights out in Arizona or a football game mixed in as well. And uh, this portion of Gresham Keith is brought to you by, or excuse me, of WEEI Football Sunday, brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z U D Y dot com for your free trial uh unfortunately we are taking this gentleman away from big bill belichick press conference right now joining us on the harbor one hotline weei.com's Kyrie thompson is here on wei football sunday a wednesday schedule on a sunday for the patriots we're having a hard time kind of figuring this out Kyrie. absolutely i mean i'm basic i'm just getting back from taking my kid to the zoo and everything I get back home. What do you mean Bill Belichick's talking? It's a Sunday. <laughs> What'd you see at the zoo? <laughs> well, well, for, well, I mean, my daughter, she loves uh, the gorillas, the lions, and all that. So uh, we we, had, we got one of those uh, memberships, so we go, like, almost every other weekend oh. or something like that because we, we just pop in whenever we want. Nice. Sounds like you're on your way to being a, is that a herpetologist? A zoologist. A zoologist. A there we go. A zoologist. Well, yeah. well, hey, I, I used to be a paleontologist back in the day. See, I, there we go. Dino action. I love it. There Very we go. Good. See, we need an ologist. We, we know that we, uh, we know we, we can one. turn to uh, Kyrie. How about an offensive ologist? I know that on your uh, Twitter and at WEEI.com, you have been writing about Mac Jones and the way his game has been pointing the past couple of weeks. What are some of the metrics that stand out to you, Kyrie? And then what do your eyes tell you? Well, it's interesting because the last couple of weeks, um, really after that just absolute stinker against the Bears where obviously he gets benched and, and, I mean, we're wondering what his future with the team is, it's been pointing generally upward since then. I mean, his, his efficiency overall is up. 
his passer rating has been up. His, you know, if you like pro football focus grade, they've been on their way up. And, and most of the time, you can, you can point to this last game he just had against the Vikings, and that was his best overall game of the season, even better than that Baltimore game where he was slinging it, but he threw three interceptions and all that. And just generally, I mean, from the first play of the game, you could just tell Mac Jones was he had a different level of comfort. I mean, that throw he dropped in on the crossing route. And some of the throws he was attempting down the field, it never looked like he put the ball in harm's way. Everything looked like it was pretty smooth. You still want to see them convert these drives into touchdowns, and that's going to be that's been the thing that a lot of people were were really seizing on, even in that game that that he played against the Jets this last time, where he was pretty good, pretty efficient, only through four incompletions, but the points weren't there. So obviously, you want to see that happen. Not all of that is on Matt Jones, though. Uh, and, and basically, if you just kind of look in big picture here, you got to feel good about the stretch he's on right now, given the way things started out this year. Do you think Thursday was Matt Patricia kind of unlocking something or figuring something out? Or is it as simple as the offensive line played really well and Mac Jones had time? I think that it's perhaps more of the latter because you still saw some of the plays where it's like four three or four verts and uh you know kind of one check down that isn't really part of the read and and you're really banking on somebody getting open at some point or mac jones having enough time to execute that play and and they had more time to execute that play and of course though at the end of the game that first sack that he takes was one of those plays where because trent brown you know, cut blocks for whatever reason, then that play doesn't work. And and that's the kind of thing that you've been seeing all year with this team. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and dial up some downfield shots, but the offensive line isn't protecting long enough, and he can't get away from it. I think that that's the thing is he can extend plays on certain occasions, but for the most part, he's not just going to be able to, to run away and, and, and escape and extend a play for eight seconds. So I think overall you got to look at the – the execution of the offensive line being a big factor in why he played well. you got to take your hat off to them. And I do think, though, that, I mean, Matt Patricia was dialing up some more of the under center play action and looking at, hey, how do I get these tight ends involved? I think that's one thing you can take away from the past couple of weeks, whether it was that whole full house backfield thing they were trying with Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith or the under center play actions that they were trying they knew they needed to get those tight ends involved, and that, I think, is something you could look at. Okay, Matt Patricia's been doing some work on that. Kyrie Thompson at com uh, with Gresh and Keith on WEEI Football Sunday. Uh, Mac against the Vikings down the field was really good. I know some of the numbers, 9-13, 222 scores. Before that, it wasn't great. 27-58, 634 yards, one touchdown, seven interceptions. Was it purely game-related that they were better at throwing the ball down the field? And are you surprised that it still feels like the only real throws where you're taking quote-unquote shots are with Devontae Parker and no Taquan Thornton or Kendrick Bourne or anybody else in there to get the one-on-one matchup? Yeah, I think that part is really a bit frustrating because I I feel like after that Cleveland game, it seems like they just – have forgotten or just completely nixed whatever plan it was they had to get Tyquan Thornton involved. And I know he's had a couple of drops. It hasn't looked quite as good as it did in training camp or even that first game. But I feel like you got to find some way to get that dude involved. Every time he's on the field, he's the fastest guy out there pretty much. 
because you're not going to be on the field with Tyreek Hill. So you got to figure out some way to, to get him involved because that's just an element that could help unlock your offense. So I feel like they've got to be able to do that. I will say, look, the Vikings, they, they had some pass rushers up, up front, you know, in, in theory, right? And you're kind of worried about, okay, are they going to get to Mac Jones or whatever against this offensive line? But basically, once you block that up, you can have that secondary. And I think they showed that. And, and we talked about that with Bailey Zappi a little bit, the defenses he was facing and why he was able to have success. I think that, that played into it a little bit just in terms of, hey, look, once you get it blocked up, Mac Jones can have success, and, and he did. But, yeah, I, I do think that that's an element of predictability that has to get solved for this offense because, great, they hit the deep shot to Devontae Parker. That's awesome. But who else is getting open down the field? And if no, else, no one else is getting open down the field, then you've got to figure out why that is because you've got a guy that can run a 4-2-5 you know, or whatever it is. You've got to figure something out with that. How much uh, better suited, or do you think the defense is better suited to face Josh Allen and the Bills this year compared to last year where outside of the monsoon game they really couldn't stop them? I've got to be completely honest with you. I don't think they're that much better suited. I, I mean, I don't know that they're going to have a game where they're not going to force them to punt. I don't know about that. Right. And also the Bills have been a bit more vulnerable. Allen isn't healthy, so there are a number of factors that play into this. But – I think that if you decide you're going to put Marcus Jones on the field, that might make a slight difference because he just has more speed. I mean, it's not necessarily that he's going to lock down Isaiah McKenzie on these crossing routes, but he'll probably tackle him before he gets upfield in a way that Miles Bryant is just not going to be able to do. And that right there, I feel like if you're the Bills and you're looking at what Miles, what happened to Miles Bryant in this last game – Oh, you're going to find whoever is on him, and you're going at him all day. That's what every team should be doing, if we're going to be completely honest. But for the most part, the, the personnel isn't all that much different, right? You've got Dietrich Wise playing more on the edge than you know, Kyle Van Noy was last year, but, and, and he's been having a good year, but by and large, it's not like you really upgraded the overall talent. So, I mean, I still think that when they play the Bills, the Bills can – kind of have their way with this defense you're just kind of hoping that they execute well enough and make things at least somewhat difficult enough on Josh Allen and maybe he's a little bit more errant because he hasn't been quite right of late but just in terms of oh yeah they they really did everything they needed to do to lock down the bills in the offseason that that didn't really happen I'm curious for your thoughts on what happens with the Jets today with uh, Zach Wilson just straight up <laughs> inactive I mean, look, I, I've been screaming it from the rooftops for weeks. I'd never trusted that guy. And I've, I've been kind of a hater of that number two overall pick ever since it happened. And, I mean, it, it's fascinating because you've got people here talking, oh, yeah, is it going to divide the locker room that you just bench Zach Wilson when everything you're hearing about, like former players that were with that team last year and what have you, it's like they – kind of said he's a handful to deal with. It's not like they maybe completely hate him, but, I mean, he's like, oh, yeah, we're really behind Mike White. Or, you know, like, like guys are just like, oh, yeah, Mike White's a great guy. The locker room's going to rally around him. I don't know that it's going to be a situation where Zach Wilson's just straight up done because that's a lot of value to just decide you're going to set on fire this early. But I think the early returns – I mean, you can look at most of the quarterbacks from that class last year and say that they have taken a step forward at some point. 
this season, or that you're saying, okay, like that guy can play. Zach Wilson, he's just bad. He's just he's playing bad football right now. So I don't I don't know that Mike White is necessarily going to do anything where it's like, oh yeah, I, he's going to be the guy, and we're going to go ahead with him. But I feel like they're probably about fed up with Zach Wilson, and I don't blame them. Pretty soft landing too, though, for Mike White uh, at home against the Bears. So if they win, they're probably going to be uh, they will be seven and four. You look at the other two teams in the AFC East: Miami, they're home to Houston, so they're let's give them the win. They're going to be eight and three, same record as Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo, Miami. Who do you think's the better team? I'm still going to roll with Buffalo at this point because I think that Buffalo, in theory, has a better defense and they do have the better quarterback. It just depends on how healthy Josh Allen is. They've been on a little bit of a snide, you know, snide lately, and it hasn't been looking quite as good. But I think that when it comes down to it, the upside still greater for the Bills. Um, but again, I, I think Tua's playing really good ball right now. And obviously, I, I was a little maybe skeptical because sometimes offenses like that can take a little while to, to coalesce. And it really just feels like they sort of hit the ground running as when Tua was playing, right? Because obviously you got hurt and you missed some time, but I think I'm still giving it to Buffalo for now. I got to see what that offense looks like as we start getting into December and, you know, Miami isn't necessarily going to be able to play games in Miami, all the time and you come up to the cold weather like I I think that it's going to be interesting to see them come up to Gillette at this time of the year as opposed to the reverse happening but to your point about Zach Wilson just to finish it off man that could have been a a get right game against a really horrible Bears defense and they were just like nope we're going with White yeah (laughs) they hate him that much no it's pretty clear but uh, yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie the other the other quick game I wanted to ask you about was uh, Tennessee Cincinnati today. Uh, seems like maybe could be the game of the day when we're trying to figure out the AFC landscape. I still think Cincinnati is going to gobble up one of those wild card spots. Uh, how do you how do you feel about the Bengals? See, they are fascinating because I, I feel like they have kind of almost tried to fight off that little bit of Super Bowl hangover where they're not nearly as good as you thought, where you know, they, they added some things to shore up the offensive line. You figure they were going to be better. That offensive line's still bad, and their defense isn't necessarily that good. But, I mean, you still have, and, and now that you've got Jamar Chase starting to you know, work his way back in, that, that's still a really dangerous team. I, I think, and you know, Joe Burrow, he's just got that it factor where just when you just when you think you've got him, and and I mean, this is just generally whether it's from play to play or game to game, you think you got him down, and it's hard to keep him down. So I think that since he's probably got a really good chance to me to get one of those wild card because I think especially if you see the Jets start to fall off now, whether it's because they go with Mike mm-hmm. White or they go back to Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson's just bad. Well, then I think you're you're looking at the potential for for Cincy to sneak in at the end there. If I if I think that Baltimore is probably going to be the team that wins that division. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I think Cincy is. I mean, they're going to be a tough out, man. I, I think they they're not going to obviously run away with the division or anything like that, like they did last year. But as long as you got Joe Burrow and you got that level of skill, I mean, Joe Mixon had what four touchdowns last week. I mean, that offense is as dangerous as anyone in the league. And as long as you got that, you don't you don't want to face a team like that in the playoffs.
Hey, Kyrie, thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. I read all of his work at WEEI.com. Follow him on Twitter, Kyrie Thompson. Hey, thanks, man. We appreciate it. We'll catch up soon. Happy holiday. Absolutely. Y'all, too. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Kyrie. There goes. I got an uh, update for you. I got an update for you. Sure. What do we got? In the Bears-Jets game, we're just talking about that, Mike White getting the start for the Jets uh, against Trevor Simeon of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah. Not so fast. Trevor Simeon hurt his oblique during warm-ups, so uh, Nathan Peterman will start for the Bears. Oh, my God, and he's their only quarterback, I think. That's it. There's your guy. So Justin Fields already inactive, and Simeon hurt himself in (laughs) warm-ups. And Peterman, of course, would he throw four picks in a quarter, or was it a half? Mm, I think it was a half. Might have been a half when he he was in uh, with the Bills, because I know he had that great run in uh, Denver as well, did Trevor Simeon. No, I'm talking about... Uh, Nathan Peterman. Oh, Nathan Peterman. Sorry, sorry, yeah, no, sorry. No, Peterman had like an right. all-timer. Peterman had a real bad one. That's right. I forgot about that. He's one uh, of the worst quarterbacks of recent memory. I was focused yeah, yeah. on uh, Trevor Simeon. I mean, it's really tough to top in Buffalo. What was it? Billy Joe Hobart or Tolliver where he was just like, yeah. I don't know the playbook. I can't play. <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so he had a game when he was playing for Buffalo. He went, they lost to the Chargers 54-24. He went 6 of 14, and he threw five picks. So he completed six <laughs> passes through five picks. Did not that's that a game. tough one to top. Yeah, no, he's, he's No, that's a, that's a pretty bad one. For well, his career. <laughs> here we go. Shefty's just breaking it now. For his career, three touchdowns, 12 picks. That's not good. And he's getting the start today. So the Je- if the Jets don't win this one, then... Do I need to pull David Montgomery out of the lineup? Yeah, I don't know. He's the only guy that they have I know, that's a chance. Thing. Like, if he can give me 80 yards rushing and 25 yards receiving, I guess I'd take it. I got Jets defense going in uh, one league. They better put up 20-plus. Oh, my God. I mean, God. That, should, that should be a feasting today. Can but you we'll imagine see. that? Hurt himself in warm-ups. How hard was he going in warm-ups? Well, it's cold, I guess, I guess but it's, it's also cold. cold in Chicago, too. Yeah, that's a weird one. Now the Nathan Peterman yeah, the career Peterman. numbers. One in three and four career oh, yeah. starts. Hasn't started since 18 with the Bills. Well, yeah, he was horrible. <laughs> oh, that'll be fascinating then. What's the over-under in that game? Uh, let me double check. I wonder I, if they had to alter it. Well, no, it's probably the same with those. I was going to say, I wonder. Uh, 38. I'm, they didn't take it off the board. I know that. Yeah. Well, which it, is not as low as Panthers Broncos. No. 36. And which sport- I think is as low as they'll put an NFL game. And it's Sportsbook Rhode Island right now. That Jets Chicago game has are literally it just changed from 38 to 37 and a half. <laughs> so the money so, must be so rolling in. worth half a point. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to the rest of week 12 in the NFL. Here's Ethan. He's ready to trend. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by the Wilmington Builders Supply. Contractors, Wilmington Builders Supply has everything you need to make your next project a success with a full line of building materials, including Matthews Brothers Windows. Wilmington Builders Supply has what you need. Get your new window project started with Matthews Brothers Windows today at wilmbuild.com. Your Patriots off today as they get ready for their Thursday night football game against the Bills here at Gillette. While that's not going on today, we do have a ton of games for you here on the station all day long. 
Make sure you stick around after the show as the Bears and Jets, as we were just talking about, Nathan Peterman taking on Mike White at 1 p.m. We have the Rams versus Chiefs at 4 p.m. And then Sunday night football coverage starting at 7.30 p.m. for the Packers and Eagles. In college football, Boston College fell 32-23 against Syracuse, while UMass fell to Army 44-7 to end their respective seasons. The Celtics face off against the Washington Wizards this afternoon at the Garden. Tip-off for that game is set for 6 p.m. And then the Bruins are off until Tuesday, where the Tampa Bay Lightning are coming into town. The Bruins are currently defending a 12-game home winning streak to start the season, a NHL record they just recently set. I'm Nathan Ursadulu, and that's what's trending at WEI and WEI.com. Will we have anything else live, local, and late-breaking and talking about these Week 12 games? Find out next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
We got you until 1 o'clock here on WEI Football Sunday, and then we're off to the games here on WEI Football all day long. This portion of WEI Football Sunday brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y.com, for your free trial picks, best bets, gambling, all that coming up in uh, mere moments. But week 12 of the NFL, and it's just so weird to have the Thanksgiving Day games already played. Patriots are on the shelf. We know that they played their game this week. The Bills were their uh, winners, as were the uh, Cowboys over the Giants. But at 1 o'clock, oh, baby. What do you got? Broncos are at the Panthers. That is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Gotta be one of the worst matchups you could even put together. Russell Wilson against, I do believe, Sam Darnold. Awesome. And that Russell Wilson, like, like, nobody has collapsed like Wilson. Now, I guess maybe we weren't watching it as closely, and I'm sure he was showing signs of it in Seattle, but I always assumed he was a top five, six quarterback in the league, had been for a really long time. And maybe it has run its course in Seattle. He was going to go somewhere else, and they were going to have a lot of success. Boy, was I wrong. They are awful, and they are one of the worst teams to watch. And same with Carolina. And that's why I think this might be the worst matchup you could have, dare I say, in football. Like, there are worse teams, right? There are worse records. Yep. Not many, but there are some worse records. But when the Bears had Justin Fields, I know he's not playing today, but that's a three-win team that you could at least put on TV and enjoy it. You know, the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions, even when the Detroit Lions were losing, they were putting up points, and you're like, all right, I can, I can watch that. As far as just a sit down and watch this game, it'd be torture. If you had to watch the whole game, you couldn't go to red zone, you couldn't flip around, and you were forced to watch Carolina and Denver, that is a, that is a mean punishment. Have you looked at Russell Wilson's, like, numbers? Numbers? Suck. I just brought him up. Yeah. He's under 60% completion percentage. Which, in today's league, is wild. Do you know how many touchdowns he's thrown? Seven. Seven. You want to know why I know picks. that? There's a guy on TikTok who does a <laughs> breakdown of Russell Wilson touchdown oh, really? passes versus how many bathrooms are in Russell Wilson and Ciara's house. <laughs> bathrooms, by the way. bathrooms. How many a, bathrooms are there? A commanding 12-7 lead bathroom. 12 yes, bathrooms. Get 12 bathrooms, 7 touchdown passes. Even if you have IBS, I don't know if you need 12, 12 bathrooms. bathrooms. Don't need 12 bathrooms. Think about how much you're spending on toilet paper. It's you get the, each one has to be stocked because you don't know which one you're going to go in. And if you want to take it a step further, not only yeah. the toilet paper, but if you put like the wipes in there as well, wipes the water, you got to buy the water, the bill, water bill. Yeah, that's people just flushing toilets over the house. So yeah, so there's a kid who every week he updates the toilets to touchdown passes. <laughs> Their leading receiver on the Broncos this year is Cortland Sutton, who is a. Uh, Hold on. You know me. I, I, no, no. I was going to say, I have 20 guys in my top yes. 10, but he's a really good wide receiver. If Cortland Sutton were here instead of Devontae Parker, he's a real number one, we would feel very different yep. about the throws down the field because he's, he's got player. the exact same size and all that. He has one touchdown catch. Yeah. 46 well, they're out of premium, clearly, in that <laughs> offense. Well, uh, Jerry Judy has three, so out. somehow he's caught 30 passes, three for touchdowns, That's and he's surprising. Out. Yeah, when he's out there, he's a good player. He just I feel like he's always hurt. But, yeah, we talked, uh, and I know we're going to get to all the other games, but earlier in the show we mentioned Rams and Cardinals yep. as, like, who's more disappointing. I mean, the Broncos are on that same list. Like they no are, they are just a, just a mess. Meanwhile, it's a good day for the owner of the Panthers, David Tepper, who saved himself $35 million yesterday. 
Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. So uh, Nebraska, as expected, named Matt Rule head coach. Matt Rule got, tell me if you've heard this before, an eight-year deal worth $72 million. He got the exact same deal that he had basically in Carolina. So David Tepper, because of the offset, Matt Rule decided, ah, just go be a head coach somewhere. He could have sat, took the money, gone to TV. Nope. Instead said, I want to coach. Took over Nebraska, big time program, wow. good fit, good for him, and good for Tepper. Not the win, not that a guy worth fifteen billion dollars. Yeah, not, not worried about it, but but hey, thirty four mil. Money. That's yeah. a, I mean, when you, when you're in that world, it's, it's like it's like waking up and it's like getting a five hundred dollars scratchy. Not bad, uh, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are headed to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns at one o'clock. Bucks are coming off the bye. Browns are going to be looking to the sidelines saying, well, that guy gets to play next week. Next Can we week. hurry this up? So it's Jacoby Brissett's last hurrah. <laughs> Although the guys like him, like he even coming out of college when he was drafted by the Patriots, everything was like the greatest guy in the world. And supposedly and he was too affable. Like as a yeah. quarterback, he was like too friendly for the guys down here. And that's why I think he is like the perfect backup. And you never want your backup to play eleven games. You no. want your backup to play one or two and just sort of keep you afloat. Or four on a suspension. <laughs> four on a you know, <laughs> say the guy was deflating footballs. You want him to come in there and play a few. But yeah, so that's it for for them. But the Browns uh, they couldn't tread water enough to make the Deshaun Watson games matter. Uh, even if they pull off the upset today, I think they're too far gone. Whereas the Bucks, they can start to separate themselves a little bit from Atlanta and uh, wrap up the division soon. What's really crazy about Cleveland is it's a one-point loss to the Jets, a three-point loss to the Falcons, a two-point loss to the Chargers, a three-point loss to Baltimore, yeah. and they got smoked by 23 by the Pats. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. They, they so, yeah. Uh, no, it is. It's pretty amazing. Nick Chubb's still having a really good season. He looks like he's one of the best backs in the league. Amari Cooper's actually ended up putting together a good season. There were some ugly games in there, but he's also been pretty productive in, in more of them, and you know he's pumped to get Watson back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in Jacksonville, the 7-3 and three Ravens head to Jax to take on the 3-7 and seven Jaguars. Uh, this should not be a problem for the Ravens. However, the Ravens find a way to play close games even with bad teams. Last week against the Panthers, they needed a late touchdown. That gets a 6-3 game late fourth quarter. You think they play down a little bit? And they've also lost some close ones, which, again, I usually look to coaching. When you see a team that wins a lot of close games, you're like, hey, that's good coaching, good clock management, good whatever, situational football. The other way is also true. And John Harbaugh found a way to lose. I know they've only lost three games, but there were sort of They uh, lost to Miami, leads. Buffalo, and Giants, and two of them, they blew big leads. I think it was 17-plus in both, in two yes. of those three? Yep. So, But, again, a win today. They're 8-3, and three, and they're knocking down the door of – Still the number one overall. So everybody's waiting for Kansas City to trip up, but Baltimore, Tennessee, Buffalo, Miami, they're all kind of right there. The Ravens are the real danger team to steal the number one seed from Kansas City. Their next five weeks are Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta. Mm. Actually, and then throw another Pittsburgh game on top of it before they end the year at the Bengals. And one of their losses was to the Giants, so it's non-conference. So when you get into mm-hmm. all those tiebreakers, if you don't have the head-to-head, that's the one thing they got going for them. Yep, too. yeah. So the Ravens are definitely a team to watch in the for the number one seed. Uh, in Miami, the Texans will take on the Dolphins. I guess the question is how big the victory will, or how big a win will yeah. it be for Miami? Well, this is also the Texans making a switch at quarterback. There's all the talk about Zach Wilson mm-hmm. getting benched. 
They decided to de- uh, bench Davis Mills. Like, I guess it was his fault. So he's out. Kyle well, Allen is in. Like, I think like a bunch of picks, picks or yeah. something. Yeah. A bunch of picks. And that team is uh, terrible. They're looking like the number one pick in the draft. One, eight, and one. And so, yeah, is, is Tyree Kill and Waddle, especially Tyree Kill. I mean, Tyree Kill's having a type of offensive player of the year type of season. Yep. Is he able to keep that up? No Raheem Mostert for uh, the Dolphins, but. Jeff Wilson, uh, they should be fine. You would think so. Uh, and by the way, the uh, the Texans, the, their objective is clear. They want the number one pick. Yeah. But they might actually have some choice to make. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's uh, the, the next couple of weeks in college football will be very interesting in terms of some of these quarterbacks going up and down the board. Well, Ohio State took a ding yesterday. So yeah. does that kind of transfer over to C.J. Stroud a little bit? And then right. there's also um, – the kid Williams, the quarterback out of USC, who's just playing his tail oh, Caleb off. Williams. Yeah. Is he eligible to go? I'm. Or I was is he trying a to look it sophomore? up. Yeah, I was because I know he transferred, and it used to mean I didn't know if he was a. Uh, he's true. only twenty. Yeah, he so, might. Just, he might be a true because he was a freshman. So last he might year. have one more year before. But I'll tell you what, USC man. They yeah, so are. he's got another year. You got to wait for him. But yeah, he's he's awesome because he went into Oklahoma last year, beat out Spencer Rattler, and was great. And then he went with the coach at Southern Cal. But I don't know why he didn't have to sit. Is it a coach thing? The the transfer portals. Uh, well, you're you're allowed one freebie now. All right, so that was his. So that's really huh. what it is. Is you're allowed unless you want to go down and then play uh, uh, right away. But you know, I don't know if Williams would. Want to look to transfer again and then end up at like Holy Cross or something. Well, like as that. long as uh, was it Lincoln Riley stays there, I'm sure he'll do uh, one more year. Yeah. Then he'll be a top ten. Everybody's pick the getting next paid. Year. Yeah. He'll probably yeah. get a deduction in pay whenever he goes to the NFL. <laughs> well, true. At this point, uh, Jets Bears. We talked about it mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, Bears were going to start Trevor Simeon, but nope. Instead, it's Nathan himself. Peterman. Although he's listed as the backup still for the game, and then they said David Montgomery's the emergency. So he hurt his oblique during warm-up enough to where they're like, all right, David Peterman's the guy. So what a mess. David Montgomery is the backup. Yep. I actually would encourage that. Maybe let him throw it a you little bit. Give, you, me, give, me, uh, give me some more fantasy points there. Yeah, because I got uh, to play Montgomery. But isn't game. that one where all of a sudden, if the Jets don't win this game, it is such a classic Jets loss. The like, wheels would fall good. off. Yeah, it'd be a mess. So they yep. can look at it one of two ways. Or, you know, Zach Wilson will be laughing his ass off if they can't win this one. Well, in the uh, next two weeks for the Jets, they are at Minnesota and then at Buffalo. So yeah, it they doesn't, have to win this one. They, they yeah. kind of do. I'm with you. They, uh, they got to win this one. Also, a 1 o'clock kick. We didn't unpack this one too much just yet. The six and four Bengals are at the seven and three Titans. It's a massive game. Yeah. Like I, I still think the Bengals probably because of just their high end talent on offense, but I think they're going to be one of the wild card teams. We know the Titans are going to win that division because it's so bad. Yep. So they're they're definitely taking a playoff spot. But are they going to be a contender for the number one seed? Like if they win this one, they're just one step closer to that. And then if you're the Patriots, you are absolutely rooting for Tennessee because a loss would knock Cincinnati down to six and five. So you have the same record with them with the head to head coming up in a few weeks. However, if they win this one, seven and four, and you know, now not only do you need to win that one head to head, you got to see how they do the rest of the year. So Cincinnati is an intriguing team. They, they didn't get Jamar chase back this week, but he was at least practicing. So it feels like maybe he will be back next week or at the very week. For week at after Philadelphia. That. That's For, who since which he, is a big one. Yeah. Since he has uh, they're in Philadelphia next weekend. Uh in terms of Tennessee, sorry, that was yep. Tennessee. Yeah. 
Uh, t- oh. Tennessee plays uh, Philadelphia next week. My bad. But Tennessee has, has lost. Their losses are to the Giants by one on opening night. Uh, they did lose to the Bills the next one, and they lost to Kansas City by three. Otherwise, yeah. they, they, they beat Washington. Uh, they did go win at Green Bay on a short week for whatever that's worth. Right. But uh, for the Tennessee Titans, they are uh, Cincinnati at home, at Philly. And then the next couple of weeks... Jags, Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, and next to the last week of the uh, regular season, and then in Jacksonville. So you're right, Tennessee still with the puncher's chance to be able to kind of make something happen. And for Cincinnati, got to find a way to keep pace. There's nine in the AFC. And so after this week, they have the Chiefs at home, then they have the Browns at home, but with uh, Deshaun Watson. Then they're at Tampa Bay, at New England, home to the Bills, home to the Ravens. Cincy. So it's a tough schedule, Very tough, obviously, but then it's also right in front of them. So if you think that... The Patriots are going to fight for one of their spots with them. Or if they even have a shot at the division, they do have another head-to-head with the Ravens. So it is kind of interesting sort of where they're at um, right now. Again, they're going to look back at week one. They lost to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And that could be the difference of them getting in or or not. If they face Pittsburgh now, which they just did last week, they got the win. Uh, you'd think things would be different, but then again, a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover. Obviously, it's affected the Rams way more than the Bengals. But well, still, that is guy, true. It may have gotten both of them. We'll have uh, to see. It, it might. You're right. They might both be. Well, one is definitely going to be out. The oh, defending yeah. champs yeah. are going to be out. Yeah. Uh, also, one o'clock. Falcons. Commanders. Big in the NFC. And it really is. That's a. If the Commanders win this one, you're looking at the NFC East the same way you look at the AFC East, where you have all four teams still very much alive as as we go down the last handful of games. Now the Commanders, they play the Falcons this week, and then it's Giants, bye week, Giants. How about that? What a weird that is, schedule. That's schedule quirk. Uh, and then it's at the 49ers against the Browns and then the Cowboys. So, Well, listen, two games against the Giants, it's right there in front of them. Well, that's the thing. You have, you have a chance yeah. to make something happen yep. there. Absolutely. Uh, and then we get into the 4 o'clock games. Chargers are at the Cardinals. Again, not so big for the Cardinals. Massive for the Chargers. Uh, huge. And once again, you know, they played that close game with the Chiefs. Seemingly, they always play close games with the Chiefs, but they lost. And as a Patriots fan, you're rooting for the Cardinals oh, here yeah. because you could give the sixth loss to the Chargers or they're sitting there at six and five, same record as you. And I think, you know, we looked at their schedule before too. That feels like, you know, as, as much as the Patriots and Jets are surprisingly in it at this point, the Bengals and Chargers, even though they've had their hiccups, they could take those two wild cards. Spots. There's no question. They're in it. And look, if uh, if the Chargers lose to the Cardinals today, then I think we have to adjust the expectations yeah. for the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Well, t- Tuesday, we'll have to they'll, they'll throw them off. Cardinals are a yeah. freaking mess they right now. They are. Uh, there's some rumblings that maybe, even though they just gave Cliff Kingsbury an extension, that, uh, well, I wonder if they would be the, hey, Cliff, maybe... You want a college job? I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you like Auburn? Yeah, yeah, you know, right. throw your hat in the ring for that. We won't be upset. Uh, at 405, Raiders are at the Seahawks. I don't know what to expect from the Raiders anymore. And for the Seahawks, they've come back down to earth a little bit. This is a game by record that they should win, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, no, they're. it's amazing to me that they are 
where they're at. We thought that was, or I thought that was a great division, and they were the one doormat team. And it's really been the other way. Now, San Francisco has turned things around. So San Francisco and Seattle have the same record. Yep. But Seattle is very much in the thick of it for either winning the division or uh, a wild card team, which, again, with Geno Smith, just a, a shocker that Russell Wilson would leave Seattle and they're better. And he and Russell Wilson made Denver worse. Like it's one of the craziest things of the whole NFL season. Very true. Uh, the Sunday night, or excuse me, Sunday four twenty five. Rams and Chiefs. Chiefs are massive favorites. Should have been uh, one of the games of the year, but the Rams stink, so it's not. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Four twenty five. New Orleans at the Forty ers Forty ers are starting to round into shape. Yeah. So those are when you look at the Niners and the Seahawks. They're both at home and they're both favored. Mm-hmm. And so, like, do they just you know? carry it over and they have the same record again next week or is one of them have a chance to be upset i kind of feel like they don't i feel like seattle and the niners are both going to be fine today. and san francisco with a sneaky uh, you know not overwhelmingly mm-hmm. difficult but they play the saints then they go dolphins buccaneers seahawks commanders as of right now those are four playoff teams yeah exactly so like their seating and then you know that division could come down to that last game boy oh boy yeah who would have There's thought some good that ones. it might be Seattle, San Francisco, who's going to win oh, yeah. 10 to win the division? Oh, crazy. Uh, and then on uh, Sunday night, we've got the Packers and the Eagles on Sunday night football. Which is and- another one, kind of like uh, Chiefs and Rams, where preseason, you would have thought this was a hell of a Great. matchup. You know, two playoff teams mm-hmm. from a year ago, the reigning MVP and Philadelphia's out here 9-1. and one. They're, they're killing it. And then uh, Green Bay. Green Bay is four and seven. I thought they had a chance because they beat Dallas. Right. So when you're like, all right, here we go. That's why, again, Dallas actually the last three weeks is a pretty good indication of how the whole season has gone. They lose to Green Bay. They blow doors on Minnesota. And then they they beat the Giants, you know, by eight. By eight, right. Yeah, Yeah. So they've been kind of all over the place. But Eagles look good. And uh, Monday Night Football. Can't wait for this one. This is a pig f. Steelers at the Colts. I stand Monday by. Night I stand by Broncos and uh, <laughs> Panthers being the worst game on the slate. This but was, Monday Night Football is like, hey, look at us. We have a chance here to be the worst uh, game. Good lord, that is pretty ugly. So there's your Week Twelve in the NFL. We'll get you some picks before we're out of here. Next on Weei Football Sunday. 12.50, we are heading down the home stretch here. We got four minutes left in you. Four, four minutes. And then it will be football all day here on WEEI. And whenever we uh, get out of football, you'll hear me once again with a grass show on CBS Sports Radio into the uh, sweet middle of the night. Uh, so last week, uh, we and it's weird because the Patriots have already played another game, but last Sunday when we picked these games, it was... Um, New England and the Jets, Buffalo and Cleveland, Kansas City and the Chargers. Uh, I went two uh, and one. Keith went two or one, one and one. And Wiggy went one, one and one as well. So the records Wiggy is 19, 14 and three. Keith is 16, 15 and two. I am 22, 11 and three on the year. Let's get to uh, today's games. Tampa Tom. Tampa Tom is in Cleveland. It is Tampa Bay minus three. Mm. I know, right? 
You know what? I'm going to take the home dog. And part of me is because I like the storyline of Jacoby Brissett having one last really good game and then turning it over to Deshaun Watson the next week. Like, I'm hoping that plays out. And so uh, I'll, the, Tampa Bay just hasn't been that impressive this year. You know, they're 5-5. They're five and five. Brady has 12 touchdown passes right. in 10 games. Like, when was the last time you saw that? So... I could see this one just being kind of an ugly game. I'll take the uh, I'll take the home team getting the three points. This is the beginning of the rise of Brady. I'm going to go uh, Tampa laying the points against Cleveland. Uh, since he had Tennessee is a pick 'em straight. Up oh, pick 'em. Oh, I will go Tennessee in this one. I will go Cincinnati. So Ooh. we'll have a little bit of a swing game here, and uh, we like it. we outlined Cincinnati's schedule going forward. They have a lot of tough ones, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. And so, considering they still have Kansas City and Buffalo and Baltimore remaining on the schedule, they need as many wins as they can get. And I think they get this one. And even though they don't have Chase or Mixon, I feel like the backups for both of those are pretty good, and they've played enough games now without Chase where they know, all right, Higgins, Boyd, they got those guys. They and can then, manage it. And then Pirine popped last week, he so did. even with Mixon being out, I think they could score enough points, so I'll, I'll take Cincinnati. And then finally, Washington minus three and a half, hosting Atlanta, a uh, sneaky big one in the AFC or in the NFC. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Atlanta. I don't – I was – three and a half, a little too much, so give me the hook, I'll take Atlanta. There is a chance Atlanta could win this game outright. Uh, oh, of course there is. I mean, it's hard to go full in on the Commanders, but that's what I'm going to do. I will take Commanders minus three and a half. They've won five of their last six games. The quarterback switch, even though he hasn't lit the world on fire, it just seems like the team has played so much better overall. True. With Heineke in there instead of Carson Wentz. And I think they now realize, like, oh, a playoff spot is very much up for grabs. The way they started the season, it was... They might get the number one pick. I think they were one and four and pretty much left for dead. Yep. And they've turned it around completely. And so Atlanta's no great shakes. Kyle Pitts is now done for the season. So I will take uh, Washington. So we're going oppo all our picks. On oppo. How about that? So we'll recap those uh, next Sunday. Obviously, no wiggy today. So uh, we'll just give him an 0 for 3. No, we'll leave him out of it. We won't mess with him. Uh, good job by Aiken. I got a bit of breaking news for you guys oh, about Bears Jets. Oh, what? It's now a game time decision: Simeon or Peterman. Oh, stop what are we doing? He recovered in the last twenty minutes. Game, they're like keeping the Jets on their toes. It's like play either one, play them both. Who there cares? you go, play them both. Play them both. There it is, play them both in there. Ethan, good job. Enjoy football all day on Weei. I will talk to you starting at ten p.m. tonight, and Keith and I will be back at ten a.m. for Gresham Keith. We'll see you then. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.